0: Hey everybody, Brian McCumber here from Tech Money Talks. I am really excited today because we have a very special guest on the podcast. We are fortunate to have Sean Gunna as a special guest on the show. And for those of us in e com, you should know who Sean is because if you ever noticed, if you were ever caught in Ty Lopez's retargeting ad campaign, Sean was pretty much the mastermind behind that. And if you don't know who he is, then you're missing out big time because Sean is an expert in digital marketing, networking, known as the networking king, and is a major influencer in this space. Sean continues to raise the bar, has been keeping it real. This brother has been keeping it real the whole time. So if you're interested in starting an online business to make extra money, you better save this episode in your back pocket and listen to it over and over again because the stories and the tips you're going to learn here will give you the opportunity to quickly launch your own business to help your wallet grow fat. Chun has been absolutely killing it in e-commerce and is a multi-million dollar producer and is now helping others build their personal brand and online business. He has an awesome presence on Instagram and is connected with major players while operating his consulting services to influencers. Time is money and everyone's looking to get a piece of his time and I'm so happy to have him on the show today. Chun, thanks for joining us, man. How's it going? My man, that
1: was a freaking introduction! Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> How was that? Was that good or what? That was amazing. That was amazing. <laughs> that was the best one I've heard yet. So, <laughs> oh, hey, awesome, man! Hey,
0: what? Well, hey, you deserve it. You know, first of all, I mean, those accomplishments that that you have, I mean, you're absolutely crushing it for sure. And man, bro, just a ball of fire. I'm I'm really enjoying talking to you. You know, just now, so uh, really awesome to have you on the show, bro and uh so for the audience so they can get a chance to know you a little better you know maybe you could uh start by you know taking a step back and sharing your journey into into e-commerce and uh and
1: got you my man yeah so long story short i grew up in san diego california born and raised and i grew up in the hood like so i come from the streets pretty much all black community only asian family and literally i just grew up like in poverty you know like not knowing anything about business whatsoever um, I never saw a Lamborghini until like, like later in the year, you know, like it was like that. And I had <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Cause I, I thought that um, you had to like really be like born wealthy and born rich in the mm-hmm. right network in order to actually like be associated with those type of people. And um, when I learned about business, you know, like through Ty Lopez through like network marketing to digital marketing, et cetera. That's when yeah, my, the yeah. floodgates unlocked for me, Like especially when I learned about personal development and uh, Jim Rohn was like one of those guys, you know, the personal development guru, like, you know, the godfather yeah. of it. Yeah. That Yeah. It literally changed my life. So, um, after I got started with that, like, you know, like I learned about Tai Lopez, I had an opportunity to work with him and pretty much be mentored by him as his right-hand man, uh, for two cool. years, 2015. Yep. 2017. And after that, like the sky was the limit. I decided to take off my own businesses and now I'm here.
0: <laughs> wow, man. That's awesome, bro. So maybe even tell that story. So like, how did you actually get, you know, because, uh, you know, Ty, even in 2015, I think he was pretty big. So how did you get in touch mm-hmm. with Ty and then, like,
1: you know, make that connection? Gotcha. Um, it, does, it definitely goes back to, like, networking, 100%. But in a oh. nutshell, yeah, literally in a nutshell, um, in 2013, that's when I learned about business, business entrepreneurship in general, through network marketing. And, um, yeah, through that, I had, like, a friend, a partnership. And uh, literally, like, he, it was pretty much, like, my best friend, Jericho, and, um, and with this other guy named Kevin. And so it was okay. only us three and our network that kind of like knew about entrepreneurship. We're like pursuing it, et cetera. And then uh, what happened was all of us pretty much found out about Ty Lopez, um, like one at a time. So Jericho was one of the first people that found out about Ty Lopez in my circle. And this was in 2014 when he found out. And he was like, him and I were like doing business together, like trying to work on things and just trying to better our lives. And, um, yeah. like he, I'll tell you this, like it was so funny because he was always telling <laughs> me like, I have a mentor i have a mentor like my mentor told me this my mentor told me that and i'm like who the fuck is your <laughs> mentor bro <laughs> so yeah literally bro like it's yeah. um he never told me the name and then all of a sudden in 2015 in january i remember this um he wow. posted on he posted on his, on his instagram and said uh the hashtag said ty lopez knowledge you know a conference hey. conference and i put two and two together and i was like bro why the fuck didn't you tell me about this earlier? You know, I'm trying to change my life for the past two years now. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> You're just so, saying um, my mentor.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. He just wanted to keep it a secret for some reason. And um, after he, <laughs> after I told him that, um, he said, "Yeah, this is like what I'm doing. Like, I went through the 67 steps. It's like that program that Tai launched like a long time ago." Yeah, and, I remember uh, that. Yep. And then uh, in April, we went to a conference all together. It was Kevin because he found out about Thai too. So it was him, Kevin, Jericho, and I. And we're just like trying to consume as much like knowledge information as possible through the six, seven steps and whatever Ty was putting out at the time. Wow. And, um, yeah, all of us connected at his event. And then after that, um, pretty much in general, like in April, at the end of April, my uh, Jericho, he was going to go to medical school. So he's going to move to the Caribbean. And the last conversation I had with him was the, that he told me this, no matter what you do in your life, do your best to get mentored by Ty. And then two months later, Kevin wow. got, yeah, Kevin got an offer. Um, at Ty's company, and then Kevin told me that they're hiring, and I was like, "Let's go!" Like I'm done. I'm in. It's ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. It's done. Game over. So um, I full sended from San Diego to LA. Um, my living situation at the time was 12 people in a two-bedroom apartment. Ended up going to 20 people in a two-bedroom apartment, and then <laughs> and after that, I moved to <laughs> then I moved to the Valley to the Sherman Oaks. So upgraded from Crenshaw all the way to Sherman Oaks, and wow. uh, it was freaking amazing. Yeah, the whole entire like process was like life-changing completely.
0: Man, man. And then, and duration wise. So like, as you, and actually you touched on a a lot of points here. One, actually let's, let's even talk about, which is the importance of of mentorship because Mm -hmm. a lot of the previous guests that I've had on the show, I mean, I always say that there's power in the patterns and Mm -hmm. success leaves clues. And every one of them said that they found a mentor in some shape or fashion and it helped them, you know, get their breakthrough and then help them, you know, reach that next level. So maybe, you know, even talk a little bit further about that as the importance of mentorship.
1: Okay. I got you. Yeah. In, in general, like, you know, I believe that everything rises and falls in leadership and who you associate with is who you become. And the thing too, is that I believe in not making mistakes. And the reason why it's because mistakes, they just set you back, you know, 10 steps, you know, set you back two steps, whatever it may be. You're always not progressing forward. So I do my best to always avoid mistakes. And the reason why I say that's because mentorship can cut your learning curve. They can allow you to yeah. avoid mistakes. So um yeah, yeah, in general, like for me growing up, uh my background comes from martial arts. So I did karate. Oh, cool. Yeah, Japanese oh, wow. martial arts. <laughs> yeah. And then um <laughs> that that I in general, I guess like I, I can say that I, I used to have mentors like throughout my whole entire life because I had a sensei, you know, a shihan, someone that was like the the yeah, father yeah. figure of the whole entire dojo teaching me, like learning the ropes, you know pretty much like sculpting uh, my my, my form to perfection. And not only that, you know, the discipline and the mindset. So growing up, uh, on top of that, my dad, I have to give credit to my dad as well because he's always been a leader for me. And um, although he's like, you know, he's been doing his best to like provide for the family financially, like literally Mm -hmm. like, I don't think he could have done any like better than he did, you know? So like, I really yeah. appreciate that along with my mom too. You know, my mom's a leader. She's a boss as well about both of them. Like they sacrificed their lives, you know, they sacrificed everything that they had in their countries to succeed over here in America and set the foundation for me to grow up on and just scale for myself, you know, and get yeah. back. So um, yeah. yeah, mentorship in general, like it's, it's everything. If, if someone doesn't have a mentor, they have to find one in my opinion, at least it, it depends on their goals, you know, it depends on their dreams, but regardless of the path that they're taking in life, I believe that a mentor is always going to cut their learning curve and allow them to avoid mistakes at all costs and go and just proceed forward towards the end goal that they really want to accomplish with their life. Yeah, no.
0: Yeah. Well said for sure. And I'm glad that you touched on, I mean, even other aspects, not just like business mentorship, but I mean, even other aspects of your life, because at the end of the day, you know, it's about your lifestyle and your livelihood, you know, business is one part of it, but you know, even bringing up martial arts, uh, like I'm a first degree black belt in Taekwondo and a brown belt in jujitsu. And, uh, and, but yeah, you know, uh, you know, my master's same way. I mean, some of the principles and learning and things like that, you know, very important and as well as in business. Right. So, you know, like you said, you know, shortening the learning curve, you know, that that should be something that the audience should definitely capture, which is that, uh, you know, stop learning stuff the hard way. I mean, you got Mm -hmm. so many people and now things are changing so rapidly. It's just like, you know. (laughs) fuck it seems like you know every month you know there's something new something to learn and stuff like that and if you already you know know some heavy hitters that have been doing it before you and you can learn from them and now you know you can move at a faster pace like mm-hmm. you said shortening the learning curve to actually exactly. catch up to there and that's just awesome stuff man for sure exactly
1: even like one <laughs> thing to, yeah one thing to add to that too you know is uh tai lopez he always talked about this he said you don't ever want to reinvent the wheel you know and even Tony Robbins too, like model the success that works, you know, so model what works. Like yeah. the same exact thing. Like finding mentorship for what any like anything you're doing in life. I think it's very crucial. And on top of that, like, you know, tomorrow's never promised, right? So why like do yourself a disservice by learning the hard way when you can like just pretty much model the success that you really want to accomplish? So yeah. I, I believe in like doing that and just like, you know, maximizing life at like every single aspect in your life in general at its peak. And so that way, like, you know, like because I'll tell you this too, like as human beings. Like we're limitless, so we can always continue to surpass our limits, no matter what it is. And uh, I truly believe in that. And I, I personally like am striving to make sure that like I'm an influence like that, so that way I can impact the people that you know that want to go after like more. You know, get like the most out of life. And mm-hmm. that's why I do what I do in a way. You know, so that's
0: one Man. thing right there. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. And you, you know, one thing that uh, that actually came to mind, and and I think you have a, a good position to to speak to this, which is. I mean, and even to take a step back, I mean, a, a, a big part of the podcast is to help highlight the, you know, successful individuals that have been keeping it real and and to help the audience like avoid the fakes out there. Mm. And uh, but, you know, a lot of people outside looking in, they see people that are just crushing it within, you know, a year or two years or whatever. And outside looking in, they, they think, you know, immediately that it's like this get rich quick scheme or scam and things like that. But even like, you know, with your connection to Ty Lopez, I mean, even people, people don't know what to believe and they, you know, you (laughs) see there's negative, you know, comments about Ty and things like that. So maybe, you know, can you, you know, speak a little bit about that? Like, as you know, and working with them and having him as a mentor, you know, has Ty been like a real dude? And you know, got maybe you. speak to that. Has he been keeping it real?
1: Got you, got you. Okay. Um, I, I like to say that there's three parts to Ty. There's three different sides to Ty. <laughs> 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 all
0: so, right. <laughs> all right. So
1: one is um, the business side of Ty, where like you see him on social media, like he's pitching, he's like dropping knowledge, like, all that stuff. Yeah. he's like very like just Ty Lopez, you know, like he's Ty Lopez. <laughs> that's like I don't know. I'll <laughs> like explain it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, that, that's that's one personality. <laughs> yeah, the personality. The second part of him is just like his, just like his, him being himself, pretty much. Like you know, friend to friend. Like he's okay. he's like that too. That's his other side. And the third side of him is just him like pretty much like mad as fuck. Like <laughs> if he's, but he's in a good way though. In a, in my opinion, at least in a good uh-huh. way because um. When he's mad as fuck, like he's he's just ranting. And when he's ranting, though, like he's dropping knowledge. He's dropping yeah. knowledge. So, um, yeah, like, I can yeah, see like, that. Yeah. So the business side of him, though, I could touch. Up, I could touch up on all three. The business mm-hmm. side of him, uh, in general, like it's pretty much like what you see on the online social media, like the ads, etc., all that stuff. Even like at the events, you know, that's that's him. That really as uh, is him, hundred um, percent. He just has like multiple like personalities in terms of like how he wants to like frame it, how he wants to uh, pretty much come off of, how he wants yeah. to affect the audience, right? so that, yeah. that's the business side of it uh the second thing which is just a friend to friend like it's that's still him too but just on a lighter side and more kind of like chill and relaxed and like nonchalant and um just like more to himself uh but still social when he wants to be yeah yeah he has good humor he, he definitely does have good humor and um he's very intelligent i'll tell you that he's very very intelligent uh so that's <laughs> yeah he, he knows the stuff uh but he keeps it real too he keeps it real like on both fronts and then um uh, the last part uh is just like you know like him mad as hell like that is like the best time to get him in terms of if you want to like really learn, if you want to change your life, there's like a talk that he has on YouTube called um, like one simple talk. Uh, And that Mm. right there, like that's, that's, I think in my opinion, like that's one of my favorite videos of him that's public because he's just like literally keeping it real. That's literally how he he would talk to you um, in person. And if he was like mentoring you as well, or if he was ranting and um, the energy that he just brings with that video in general, like is, it kind of gives a good, like, I think, peek into his life and to who he is as a person in order to, like, just pretty much see exactly what Ty Lopez is all about. So one mm. simple talk, like, on YouTube, I think that one's dope. The information on it is really dope, too. It's very simple, you know. Um, He likes to keep things very simple. And I took that framework from him because, for me personally, whenever I teach or I mentor I do anything in business, uh, even in my life in general, I like to keep everything as simple as possible because the simpler something is, the faster the action you can take. And I'm all about cutting wow. the no. yeah, I'm all about making sure that, like, I maximize my time that I have every single day. So that way I can continue to pursue like the opportunities I want to pursue. So, wow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> man, man, that's really awesome too. Yeah. And I, I really like that mindset. Cause I mean, I think given myself in my own journey, you know, I'm always looking, I mean, time is is that one you know limited resource and Mm -hmm. everyone has 24 hours a day and it's just you know trying to maximize it is really to make the most out of out of your day is is just so important Mm -hmm. and uh man so that that's just really awesome you know so one of the things that i did catch on that i thought was you know really awesome is like the uh the break dancing and (laughs) and things like
1: that that you've been doing so maybe share that with the audience because i thought that that was pretty cool that's dope. I appreciate that. That's super dope. That's actually what I was telling you about before we started the podcast is that, um, I literally ran into here you know, I'm using my friend's office and oh, okay. um, yeah, it's like a shared space pretty much. And there's a guy like watching breakdancing, like breaking on the TV and he's showing like a bunch <laughs> of people and I'm like, Oh shit. Like I know the people that he's like, he's showing them, but yeah. I didn't know that it was actually him. Like it's the same guy that I know. And, um, this guy's wow. a legend. Yeah. He's a legend in the hip hop scene and he knows my crew. And so we literally just connected right now. But it's like, talk about always networking, right? (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So yeah, shout out to little Caesar, Like he's out here, Air Force One crew. He's out literally right there. (laughs)
0: Okay. Shout out to him. We'll be sure to leave leave his tag in the show notes as well. Okay, we'll do that.
1: (laughs) But yeah, so in a nutshell, like my background with that, um, I did martial arts for 12 years uh, from five years old like pretty much four to five years old all the way to uh like 14 pretty much wow um, yeah and then um i was a state international champion a black belt in it um no one knows this shit like i never shared it publicly (laughs) but um (laughs) we're sharing it now so down there um but yeah i did that stuff um i was really passionate about it that's like that's like what i grew up with you know my discipline comes from my martial arts background and um i moved from uh the san diego ghetto area that i was living in back to um like to this like this place called like East Lake. It's like East Lake, Chula Vista. It's um, it's not ghetto. It's um, it's like more like uh, middle a middle like class in a way. Okay. And um, in a nutshell, like there was a dojo that my dojo, my old dojo that I trained at, moved to. Mm. So that's why we like decided to like go train over there. And there was a grand opening, and I saw this guy just spinning on his head, literally spinning on his head. Yeah. I've never seen that <laughs> in my entire life. And I was Uh, like, what the hell is that? Yeah. And that just captivated me, you know, captivated my my attention, my audience, uh, my curiosity, my imagination. And I went up to him and I said, like, what are you doing? Like, I've never seen in my life. And he said, oh, this is called breaking, you know, it's b-boying. And um, I said, how can I learn it? And he said, "Uh, how old are you? I told him I was, I I was 12 at the time or 13. I was not in high school, eighth grade. Yeah. And um, he told me, okay, in one year, go to make sure that when, in one year, when you, when you go to high school. Go to the b boy club and join it, and then that's how you can learn. And I literally waited for a whole entire year to learn how to break. I joined wow. the b boy club, yeah. <laughs> and then from there, like, um, I transitioned my passion from martial arts to uh, breaking. And after yeah. that, like, uh, it's been my life ever since, pretty much. Um, up to like five years ago, five six years ago, when I got into business. But um, yeah. I was active in it, competing at the professional level. Uh, my friends are Jabwalkie, Super Crew, like, uh, you know, just big name people. Red Bull, BCO, and All Stars are like my friends. Uh, there's some people in Monster as well. Like, it's just people who are like doing big things in breaking the hip-hop scene like i'm yeah. connected with them as friends and so that's awesome yeah it was like that so i just yeah it, it was amazing
0: <laughs> yeah man that's cool yeah there's a lot of crews out here in uh chicago as well and i know the they make their way out to la and stuff and uh really cool stuff and for me i remember like i was a little kid way back then when uh breaking Breaking and Breaking two electric boogaloo came out. So yeah, I remember all that turbo ozone, all that. Yeah. (laughs) Why don't they, how come they don't stream that movie online? Like what's, uh, why is that not available? Like I don't, I don't
1: movie. I know that's actually really good. uh. (laughs) Yeah. I feel you. (laughs) I do. I understand that. I feel you. Um, I, I don't know, to be honest, I, in my best, in my best opinion or my best thought or, you know, just my imagination, I would say that it's just because it's not as monetizable as um audiences would think but i think social media is mm. changing that now i think social media is like ch- like really changing that because the millennial generation like they're into that you know uh tiktok yeah. all like dancing yeah. you know music yeah. so i think if they yeah. streamed it again like there's going to be another breakthrough i think with um the 2020 olympics you know 2024 olympics whatever it is um they're going to feature breaking in that's going to be another start, you know, just like when um America's Best Dancer came out, Jabbawockeez, like crushed it. Yeah, and every yeah, single person was, I remember like I was practicing like in streets and like just the park and stuff and people were like, Oh, you're trying to be a Walkie? I'm like, nah, I'm not. I actually like I'm friends with them. Like <laughs> what the hell? But I think it's going to happen like that again. So we'll see.
0: <laughs> wow. I, well, I mean, I think that's so cool that like, it's still been current to this day. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. even though it started way back in the day and just to see it still stay current, I think it's just like, you know, you know really awesome
1: definitely, really awesome. definitely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's cool man hey i'm loving it for sure this is awesome stuff man i
1: appreciate so, it
0: <laughs> so one of the things that i did uh, catch on here and this was this one i thought uh, was pretty powerful and was wondering if you could speak to it and it was like your recent instagram post and and you talked about you know you felt like you were drugged, you know, you were out oh. and about and you felt like, so maybe share that story I got you. with the audience and um, I'm hoping it was like a lesson learned or what, you know, but I'll let you share.
1: <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, I'm like trying to figure out like what the lesson is to be honest, but um, <laughs> in a nutshell, what happened was uh, my, I was with my friend Tony and it was just him and I, um, we had bottle service pretty much. Uh, he invited me. So I was like, okay, cool. Let's do it. Wow. Um, we, I had um, three girls with me, like three girlfriends, and then he had three girlfriends. And long story short, um, there was supposed to be six girls at the total, like, total table. And um, the three he girls- You three that girlfriends? Fought, yeah, three girls. I <laughs> have <laughs> many girlfriends, but oh God, only one yeah. queen. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, <But>, that's great. <laughs> in a nutshell, um, in a nutshell um, yeah, so it was six, supposed to be six girls, and it's going to be dope as fuck. Like, uh, I was excited for that night. And uh, this was in Vegas um, at Encore Beach Club. And we had a table, everything. Um, and long story short, those three girls that he brought, they, like, didn't listen to his instructions of not bringing a vape in. And so those three girls mm. got kicked out. So now we're left with three girls that I brought um, who are my friends and then him and I. So two guys, three girls. So now I was like, fuck, like, I'm a little disappointed because now it's going to be, like, kind of, like, mellow now. You know, I want, like, some crazy <laughs> lifestyle. Like, I want some vibe, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> so, literally, so literally what happened was um, I, we got to the table, uh, met the, the, bar, the bottle service girl, etc. We got set up. We're at the table. I'm like, all right, we need to make this like night, a night to remember. So I told my girlfriends to go out and recruit like a bunch of girls just to invite the girls that like you think are like the baddest in the club and just invite them to bring them on. Whoever is like cool, good vibes. You know, I don't care. Like if they look like, um, you know, like a model, like just to make uh-huh. sure they're pretty, but at least like have good vibes. Like <laughs> I'm not going to yeah, do that stuff. So, um, long story short, like maybe like 15 minutes later, um, they, they recruited girls. They hell they held it did it. Like, and, uh, and the girls were like super dope. Like they're cool. So um, wow. I fuck with them for sure. Yeah. And literally, um, we we're having an amazing time. We had like, uh, two tequila bottles and like one Greg's bottle or something. And, um, I was for me because at the time, like I, um, I was celibate for like four months. So at the time, so no one on Instagram knows <laughs> this shit. But I, was, <laughs> I kept it celibate for four months. Um, not because I couldn't, like I couldn't close or anything, but it's because like I chose not to, I just didn't want to do that. Um, yeah. I was just very focused and like, I, I had other things I got to like, you know, handle and stuff. Yeah. But long story short, um, yeah, in a nutshell, like, I was celebrating for four months. So, I was like, all right, I'm going to close tonight because I just want to, like, get it out of my system. And, like, you got to go? <laughs> oh, dude, okay, I'll hit you up. My bad, bro. <laughs> but, but, yeah, long story short, I wanted to get it out of my system. And, like, to that, that night was pretty much optimized for that. So, it was yeah, great. Yeah. So, I was not trying to get drunk at all. I was just having a good time get a buzz going. But uh, make sure that everyone else has fun as, as well. And yeah, then, yeah. Um, long story short, like, we were finishing up with the bottles. Um, the club was going to close. So we're like, all right, what's the next move? We got to go somewhere else. Uh, but let's take these shots first. And we ordered the shots from the bartender, from the, the bar, the actual bar. And I don't, for me personally, I don't usually drink from the bar unless it's someone that I know that's a bartender. Uh, just mm. because like, I, I prefer bottle service. So drink from bottle service. <laughs> so, that's <what> <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I like to do. And so yeah. um, we got the shots from the bar. My boy ordered it. And then um, after that shot that I took, 20 minutes later, um, I just felt super weird. I felt like, hey, like something's not right. Like something's wrong with my system, my body. And wow. um, I'm losing consciousness right now. It's kind of weird, but I was not drunk. So I was not drunk because I knew, because I was trying to close that night, you know? So <laughs> I was not drunk. I, w- I would never jeopardize or sabotage myself uh, from doing like what I got to do, which is my end goal, right? So yeah. <laughs> in, a nutshell, <laughs> um, in a nutshell, like I, I, I all of a sudden blacked out. I remember blacking out because we were leaving the club and uh, right when we got out of the club, I blacked out completely. Crazy. And, um, yeah but my friends uh they were with me because they told me the whole story after I, I got conscious like again like maybe 24 hours later um uh-huh. yeah literally um they told me like i was with them the whole time like i was i was kind of like losing like function <laughs> I, could, I couldn't order ubers i ordered like 20 ubers to random spots for no reason like none of them went through but um like literally it was just random spots all got canceled because we didn't show up you know and then from there um like we went throughout the whole entire night like um pretty much like the long story short Everything was blacked out for me, like moments was blacked out. And then I just remember like going into an Uber, blacking out, um, going into a, a club, like, like a blue lighted club, uh, blacking out. I, it, it was a strip club that we went into. I had no idea. And we actually had more drinks there. I had no idea at all. We had ball service and everything there. I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. Then I blacked out um, further, I guess. Um, ended up going to a, uh, my boy's mansion in Las Vegas. And they, the last thing I remember is me looking down at the ground walking um on like carpet and then there i just hear like voices um which is my friends saying like yo we're gonna leave you here like just rest up etc but in my mind what i heard was yo like i just got kidnapped Like, I, what the fuck's going on yeah <laughs> i got kidnapped <laughs> yeah so literally the last the last um thing i the last thought i had was i gotta get the fuck out of here and so when i regained consciousness for a little bit i said i gotta leave i have no idea where i'm at I got to go. And then I blacked out again and I see myself standing in front of a gate. Like there's spikes all over the gate and I'm standing in front yeah. of that. And I'm like, Oh shit, there's security there. I don't want the security to see me because they might call those guys that kidnapped me. So I need to like figure out a way to like jump over it and run. And I blacked uh-huh. out again. And uh, the last thing I remember was running. I'm running, 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 running. It's like daylight now. I'm running, running. I'm sweating. I'm running. My legs are cr- Like it's, my legs are like destroyed. Like I had no idea jumped over there. that spike gate. I jumped over <laughs> the spike gate. I guess I don't know how long I was running for either. <laughs> Um, and then all of a sudden I black out again. And then the last thing I remember when I finally get conscious is, um, I'm standing inside a gas station and I'm in my right hand, I'm holding that, that windshield wiper and in front of me is a red car. And, um, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like I'm looking back and forth and I look into the car and there's this girl, this lady just staring at me. Like I'm fucking crazy. And, uh, (laughs) yeah. So I put that (laughs) down. Um, and I'm like, I'm trying to regain like conscious, like trying to figure out what happened. And, um, I can't really, I can't like remember anything really. Um, and I checked my pockets. The only thing that's missing is my phone. So it's like stolen. Uh, and then from there, like I, you know, that was, that's pretty much what happened. You know, uh, long story short, they told me that my friends told me that, um, like I was with them the whole entire time. I was safe. Um, like I was drinking with them. Like we we're having fun. We we're like partying, whatever. And, um, then they put me in their mansion so that way I can sleep. Cause I was fucked up. And <laughs> that's it. that was the whole story. You know, that was the whole story. So nothing happened out of it, but, um, thankfully. I guess, the, yeah, thankfully for sure. Um, I didn't get hit by a car or anything, but. I think the lesson of that is, um, you know, don't take drinks from the bar. Just get bottle service.
0: <laughs> get bottles. Make enough money in your econ business. So you have
1: bottle service. And then, yeah. <laughs> That's the moral. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, it was that was just my that was my yeah. first experience being drugged. So yeah, um, yeah, I have no idea. It's it was not good. But I guess yeah, be with friends though. You know, be with your friends. Look for the signs of if something's off with your friends because typically yeah. people you know how they are when they're like drunk. But um, if they're not drunk and like they're acting kind of weird, then uh, there might be a sign that they got slipped something, you know, um, who knows? Yeah. I'm not an expert at it, but from my experience, yeah. like, that's what I could say. So <laughs> Yeah.
0: Well, I just to say to be careful and that kind of stuff, I guess, happens, you know. And, yeah, uh, definitely. Man, definitely. Crazy story. <laughs> and, you know, one of the things that I that I did catch and maybe maybe that's what you were talking about. I think I saw something like you were, you know, you kind of unplugged for a while. Mm-hmm.
1: and what what was the story behind that like this gotcha oh, okay was this um in july <clears throat> yeah yeah so i um i partnered with some people in june and um all of june like i was working 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 with them um i never got paid whatsoever uh, a lot of promises were said to me and um long story short i didn't focus on any of my businesses that i had going on mm. um, cuz i was focusing on all their stuff cuz i i believed like that they're legit i believe that like you know like all these people who um co-sign on them like it's all legit right and Long story short, throughout that whole entire month <laughs> of June, um, I started yeah. seeing a lot of red flags with like how people like do business, how they operate. And I was just like, this is not this is not the way you do business. This is like completely the opposite of how you do business. And um that whole entire month was just like a big lesson for me because uh, hopefully the lights are on. But um, yeah, a big lesson for me because I I should have just uh trusted my gut instinct and I should have like really listened to feedback analysis from every people, like a lot of other people. Because I I think mm-hmm. that's um, something that's really important is uh, if you don't know enough about something, like make sure to get feedback from it, get as much knowledge as you can before making a decision or strategizing on a decision. And yeah. um, I just I kinda ignored it because I trusted I, I just I trusted the person, you know. I trusted that guy and um we've been friends for a whole entire year. So I was like, why, you know, like why would he screw someone over? You know, why would he like scam anyone? And long story short, like it ended up being a scam and it ended up like not being legit. And during mm. that process, um I since I wasn't like pursuing any of my businesses, um I wasn't making I didn't have automation, I don't have automation still right now. But, um, I was like, not like focusing on like the income that was like coming in, you know, and, um, that completely like slowed down. And then that whole entire month that I was working with them, um, it just, you know, everything like got like slowed down, you know, in terms of like money coming in, in terms of like my focus, et cetera. And then in July, I was like, fuck, like I, I have to re-strategize everything because my reputation took a big hit during that time, even though like I wasn't associated or like nothing, like, you know, nothing happened like from my own like doing and, um, yeah so I took the all like all the month of July to uh pretty much just like refocus restrategize, uh see like figure out my next moves and yeah. uh, that was like when I unplugged pretty much you know i, I took yeah. a look at like who I was doing business with I took a look at who I want to do business with and I also took a look at the fact that I, I don't want to be like surrounded by like the online space in terms of like the people who are doing like you know like um you know like seven figures eight figures like, that's cool I'm looking at the people who are doing like nine figures and ten figures you know so billionaires wow with, like a proven system like jeff Bezos elon Musk like you know, you name it. People like that at the mm-hmm. highest level possible. Um, Keith Cunningham is another guy. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki is rich dad. You know, uh, that's him. Like yeah. he, he does like big business. Um, Jay Abraham is another guy. And so I was just taking a look at all these people because I've been so far and just distant from all that, that um, because I got, I got very consumed in my, uh, my, in my opinion, I got consumed with the online space because I'm a personal brand as well. And that's mm-hmm. like who I'm associated with, you know, they're my friends. And so I just, um, I, I didn't take a step back to slow down to speed up, you know, and uh, that's what I did in all of July. I, I really slowed down, uh, just got laser-like focus, try to re-strategize like what, what my next moves are going to be. And then yeah. from there, um, you know, figured it out and that was it. But, um, everything started to come through from networking, everything, all the opportunities I've had is all from networking, hundred percent. So being able yeah. to like come back to like, um, my, my main focus and like have all my business like starting to go back up again, uh, is a big blessing for sure. But it's also like something that is a must for me. So that, that's yeah. why I took a whole like break from it though.
0: Yeah. No, thanks for sharing that for sure. And and uh I mean uh you know it takes a lot to, you know, to be vulnerable enough to, to share that. And I think it says a lot, you know, being willing to take a step back, reevaluate and and to know that if you want, you know, any type of longevity that, you know, you're evaluating who you're associating with or who you're doing business with because you know something that they do could have a indirect impact on mm-hmm. on your business or you know perception yeah. and uh you know a lot of times perception is what's real to to a lot of people especially online um so i mean that that's real important and and i think it shows that level of maturity that that you had mm-hmm. to actually you know take a step back reevaluate and you know what's your next set of goals because you know, you already reached that, you know, a certain level, which is just really awesome. So I'd say, you know, a takeaway for the audience is that, you know, one, if you're just, you know, looking to break in, you know, to the space, you know, finding a mentor, but finding somebody who's been keeping it real. But then say, as you're, you know, experiencing that growth, if you're looking to keep any type of longevity that, you know, you know, you want to stay, you know, true to your business and, you know, take care of your customers and that sort of thing. And, uh, and I think that's, what's going to keep you in for the long game.
1: hundred percent. I like to say this, like, uh, just to add on to that, you know, cause I, I agree with everything you said. Um, you always want to start with the truth because you're going to end up there anyways, you know, you have to always yeah. operate with integrity. And, um, I'll tell you this too. Like, uh, I, I did a talk, um, maybe like three weeks ago, four weeks ago now in LA. And, um, I just made up a new framework pretty much for the audience. Cause they asked me like, how do you keep your reputation like solid? You know, how do you not destroy mm. your reputation? And uh, the answer I gave them was the fact that, as long as you are always operating with integrity and congruency, then you're always going to have a line, a straight line that keeps on going. So whenever you add someone new to your life, that they're going to keep on being on that straight line with you. But yeah. as soon as yeah. you break congruency, then that line creates a new line. So now there's a break in the, in the line and now that's a new life. You know, that's a new perception on you. And then it's, it's, if you can see like visually, like, there's a line I'm drawing. And then when you break yeah. congruency. It goes like that and it goes another line. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I told him straight so for up. For the like,
0: audience, you can't see his <laughs> line, but, uh, but believe me, he, there's, he drew two lines in there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. But yeah, literally, I, I told him straight up, I told him straight up, like just be congruent no matter what you do in your life, have an integrity with you or how you operate. Yeah, Start yeah, with yeah. the truth because you're gonna end up there anyways. And every single person that comes into your life or that you affect in your life it's always going to be congruent because now your reputation is never going to be on the line because you don't ever have to worry about your reputation being on that line, you know, and that's it. So keep it all congruent. Just operate with integrity. Always tell the truth no matter what. It's just, it's, in my opinion, it's a mistake to not tell the truth because when you do that, then you're going to eventually like either lie your way or bullshit your way through it. And it is, mm. so you know, like some, sooner than later, the, the truth is going to come out and then boom, you know, like the compound effect is going to work either in your favor or against you. And, uh, you know, it's just not, it's not going to be a win-win situation for everyone, you know?
0: No, powerful, man. That's, that's really good. And, you know, one of the things that I'm actually curious about, so if let's even take a step back, like, you know, uh, as, as you started building out your business, you know, what, what was some of the beginning ventures where you started to see that beginning level of success?
1: Got you. Um, so I actually had someone, um asked me this question, like literally two days ago saying like, how do you know, like when you're being successful or how do you know when like success is coming? And mm-hmm. my short answer to that was when you start seeing money coming in, you know, <laughs> yeah. and the only reason why I say that's yeah. because like, um, in any business, if you don't have sales coming in, then the business fails. So when you start to see sales coming into your, uh, to your business or to your endeavors or to whatever you're pursuing in life, then, uh, on that monetary value, like level on that monetary mm-hmm. scale, Then, uh, in my opinion, that's when you start to see success, you know, but now there's like levels to success, right? There's like, you know, your first thousand dollars, well, your first dollar first, you know, then your first hundred, then your first thousand, then you keep on 10 xing it. Um, I believe like that, as long as you continue to keep a progress report on your level of success, then you're always going to keep on going either up or like you're plateauing or you're going downhill and you can always pretty much measure and have the analytics and the data to exactly track exactly where you're at when it comes to your success
0: yeah very well said yeah <laughs> <a big> <laughs> and uh so what's the what's the story
1: behind becoming the network king? Okay, gotcha. The networking uh-huh. king. <laughs> so um I, I did not just to make this clear and put it on record, um, I did not call myself the networking king. <laughs> 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 social so, so media did that to me. They started tagging me like on their stories saying the networking king and like people like in person they would be like, Yo, you're the networking king. And I was like, yeah, What are yeah. you guys talking about? Like I'm just like Dylan, yeah. you know? And um, so I adopted that, you know, I, I fully owned yeah. it because um that's literally like my goal. That was actually my goal, you know. Um I was living in Alabama at the time in twenty eighteen and uh from December 20 uh December 2017 to this, to June 2018. And mm-hmm. um when I moved from Alabama to OC to Newport Beach, um my one regret that I had in Alabama was that I didn't connect with as many people as I I wanted to connect with. You know, I didn't want to make a name for myself out there. Um I didn't become a local celebrity in that marketplace, you know. And that's why i teach mm. people how to do it in networking. It's to become a local celebrity in their marketplace through networking, through whatever wow. endeavor they have. Yeah, because uh, and I'll talk a little bit more on that too, but just to answer your question, Literally like how I became the networking King, uh, just based on what people tell me, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> how I did it though is, um, yeah, from, from that one mistake, that one regret that I had coming from Alabama to Newport beach, my goal in my head was I'm going to become the networking King pretty much. I'm going to like become a local celebrity in Newport beach. So that way every single person here knows who I am, knows my face, recognizes me. And that way I can like get, uh, you know, further ahead in my businesses or further ahead in my goals and dreams, etc. And just to be like more plucked because, the more status you have, in my opinion, then the easier life becomes because now people come to you instead of you going to them, you know? It's completely yeah. different level. Yeah, so that's why I talk about like, you know, high status networking and that's what I teach people. You know, I have a VIP close friends list. I teach it. I'm working on the course right now, but in a that's nutshell, cool. uh, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, in a nutshell, you know, I teach people high status networking and the reason why I say it's high status is because if you think about it, if you look at all the celebrities and influencers in the in the world, the people who have the most attention are the ones who are high status, you know? That's all it is. And so people go to them, you know, it, there's a saying that says the fortune is in the follow up and usually, and typically like for sales, especially like the, the salesperson has to keep on following up with that lead, you know, to close that client. But in reality, what you really should be doing is having everyone else follow up with you. That's the, mm. that's a frame that I give, you know, because now everyone's chasing after you instead of you chasing after them. So you're not thirsty anymore. You're not needy in their eyes. You're, you're the procession of them having on you is high status now because they need you instead of you needing them. And that's like a whole like high status frame that I teach in in general, but, um, in a nutshell, like as long as you become a local celebrity in your marketplace for whatever you're doing, podcasting, real estate, digital marketing, e-commerce, social media, whatever it is, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, dancing, even all that stuff. If you have high status in that niche, in that marketplace, then now everyone's going to go to you instead of you going to them and more deals are going to come to you. More opportunities can come to you, more abundance will come to you just easier lifestyle will come to you because now you have all the access in the world that you ideally would want and the connections that you ideally would want in order to make the reality, you know, a real reality. And that's all it is. So,
0: yeah, really powerful, man. And so hopefully the audience caught onto that. And especially like I mentioned the intro, I'd say that that was a part that you want to re listen to over again, because uh, that type of high status that he just touched on, I mean, I think it works in every aspect of the business. Yeah. So even in your e-com business, if you're launching something, if you're launching a brand, uh, you know, you can turn that brand into that type of high status that, that customers exactly. want to buy. And then if you're doing your own personal branding and whatever endeavor and becoming an authority figure, you know, then, you know, you're focused on that and to reach that level as well. Exactly. And uh, like an example for me, so like, you know, I think when I started focusing this year, I, you know, beginning of the year, I got like an endorsement from player FM and they mm. said, you know, number one drop shipping podcast or 2019 to watch out for. And I was like, wow. I was like, I didn't even focus on it a hundred percent of the time. I was like, well, what if I did just like mm-hmm. focused on that? And then of course, you know, ride with the endorsement. Yep. And so now I just say, you know, number one drop shipping podcast on the planet. And I just kind of like keep ringing it. And now, All of a sudden I see posts coming back in in reverse, you know, you know, now they're, you know, saying in reverse. So it's just just like catches on even like, you know, other marketing books that I read that, I mean, you want to stake the claim. If there's, Mm -hmm. if there's a gap in your market or niche or industry or in your, like you said, becoming Mm. a local hero, you know, I've, I've, I've mentioned that and, and, you know, others have talked about that. Mm. Become a local hero. So like even in Chicago, another story, I was like, you know, as I started to focus on that, I was like, okay, well, what networking groups, what meetup events are going on related to drop shipping and e commerce? And there wasn't anything popping off. I was like, this wow. is fucking Chicago. Wow. Like, <laughs> all right, well, who's going to start it? Maybe the number one dropshipping podcast on the planet should that's start it. Right. That's right. That's and, right. Uh, now that's grown. It's been about three months and it's grown to about 130 members. And wow. you know, now we have, you know, guests that are coming into Chicago and as you're coming in like we're putting together events and, and things like that which has been really awesome so that's I'd amazing say, uh, yeah I say let me know if you're coming into Chicago and, oh hell yeah I'm uh, sure to host you for sure I appreciate and, that uh, show you the, the spots but uh but everything you said uh, you know I I think it's been so true and I think you know I've been sort of like kind of living it though throughout mm. this year uh which has just been so awesome but yeah i right. say for the audience everything that uh that you just said there is just you know so true.
1: That's awesome, man. I appreciate that. And you know what? Congratulations too, because that's freaking fire like that right there. Like that's a goal that you want, you had and a goal that you accomplished, you know, and now there's a, there's going to be a bigger goal. I like to say that every devil or every level has a different devil, you know? So when you mm. conquer that devil, you're going to face another devil that's bigger, you know, more mean, more powerful, something that's going to really like test your judgment, test your willpower, you know, all that stuff. And as long, as long as you continue to like face the devils over and over and conquer each single one, and you're going to keep on raising that level of success. You know, that your limits that you have on yourself, you're going to continue to break through those limits and surpass the expectations that you had previously on yourself, you know? So, wow. Yeah. That's yeah powerful. I, think that's, I definitely agree with that, you know? And, um, even like one thing that you touched up on too, is like uh, when you found out that like no one else was doing a dropshipping podcast, you know, and you decided to carve yourself out there in that niche. Like that's literally what I did with networking. Cause I, I took a look at every single yeah. like, entrepreneur online and I heard, I, I pretty much noticed that no one was talking about networking. And also yeah. like with my spin, that I put on it with the high status. Um, I knew that like no one was talking about that. And for me personally, I've had like a high status, like networking thing. I just, in general, like that frame high status, I've kept it a secret, uh, just like between my inner circle, uh, for the past, like since 2013, pretty much. And, mm. and I never talked about it publicly. Um, I wasn't a personal brand until like, like 2018, 20, like 19, you know? And, um, I just decided like, I gotta go full out with it, you know, impact as many people's lives as possible. And like really like create this because I want high status motherfuckers everywhere in the world, you know, (laughs) I I can connect with. So um, it's like that. And that's why I'm doing the whole entire course and everything. So,
0: yeah, no, that's powerful. Yeah. And I would say even from, you know, my research, I don't think I've seen anybody, you know, making that claim. And, uh, and then all it takes is just to do that and then, you know, do your best to kind of live up to it and and back Mm -hmm. it up. And, uh, yeah, the word spreads and, and, Uh, And everything just kind of starts flowing. Energy starts flowing in that direction, right?
1: right? That's right. That's right. (laughs) That's dope.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so awesome, man, for sure. Yeah, this is great stuff, man. So, uh, but so one of the things so related to, so in utilizing uh, like the networking king and, you know, maybe even talk about that. So, you know, as far as your business and consulting services, like uh, what's been your business model that's kind of led to your success?
1: Okay. Gotcha. In, in a nutshell, in terms of like client acquisition. Yeah. Okay. I got you in a nutshell. I, I've, whenever, since I launched my personal brand, um, I never had to go after clients again. That was the biggest mm. thing. Yeah. Because when I put the high status frame on it and I start to build a high status brand, you know, like say for example, with jo- you know, e-commerce, for example, if you have a brand that you're building, you want to make your brand like Nike or Fashion Nova and you know, someone that's going to be like out there and standing out and like high status as hell, because when you have that, like everyone's going to come flocking to you. The social proof is there. You know, the reward bias is there. Everything works in your favor and it's going to make your life so much easier. Like I said before, like, you know, when you're following with someone else, you want them to follow up with you instead of the other way around. And so that's literally what happened with me. When I started to brand myself online, that's when mm-hmm. the tables had turned and all these people started to flood to me, like through my DMs. Literally, I closed I, for the past year. I lived off of my Instagram alone. All just wow. because, yeah, all just because the deals were coming to me in my DMs all the time. Like, yeah. um, yeah, so it's, it was freaking insane, but it, I just proved my point, you know, like when you have high status as a, your brand in general, then everyone's going to want to fuck with you because now like they see you as an authority figure, you know, you're an expert in their field now. Um, yeah. regardless if it's true or not, because that, and that's where, you know, that's where like social media, like kind of fucks people up. It's because there's so many people branding themselves as fake or as real, whatever it may be, but the audience doesn't know what's real and what's not real, you know? And literally it's just, it's, that's where it comes like back to integrity and like you know telling the truth. You know if you can deliver yeah. all the services that you can provide and that what you're saying, then by all means go for it. You know, but if you're gonna screw over someone just to get like ahead of the game and whatever, then it's not worth it because in the end your reputation's gonna get destroyed 100%. And that's yeah. you know happened to many people. So yeah, literally yeah. It's just like having that high status brand around me uh, has just led me to like having client acquisition just come to me. Like literally people are saying like yo like how much do you charge for mentorship, how much do you charge for scaling a business, how much do you charge for this and that, and it just keeps on going forever. And, yeah. that, and I'll tell you this too, especially since my niche that I carved myself into is networking. I literally have a bunch of different opportunities that I'm connected to now because everyone's like, oh, this guy knows everyone. That's what everyone says. This guy knows everyone. <laughs> so now, yeah, it's crazy. It's like yeah. really crazy. So um, the, the highest that I got to it in terms of like, let's say, for example, um, the movie industry, um, I became an executive producer. Um, I dabbled in it for three months. And the reason why that happened, because I don't know anything about movies at all. I don't know anything about the film industry <laughs> the movies at all. But that was an opportunity that came to me and um, in the Netherlands like they're looking for funding and I was like, okay, cool Like my girlfriend's gonna like she connected me with them and she was like this guy knows everyone That's literally what she said. This guy knows everyone. So maybe he can find funding for your film And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I can we'll see what happens, you know <laughs> But obviously like I didn't know anything about the film industry I don't have the knowledge on it. But I just took action on it and that's like another lesson right there You know, you always want to get the knowledge first Then come up with a strategy and then execute on that. Otherwise, if mm. you just take action right away then without yeah. the knowledge or a strategy, then it can bite you in the ass. You know what I mean? So literally, yeah.
0: uh,
1: I, I was doing that thing. I was like doing the whole executive producing thing, trying to find deals, trying to find investors, trying to find all this stuff. Long story short, it didn't work out. But the highest level I got to was, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? It's, it's, just, um, it's, a, a, it's a black guy. He's, um, he's like really big in the film industry. Oh, uh, Tyler Perry? It. No, not, not Tyler Perry. Not <laughs> Tyler Perry though. It, literally, it literally just slipped my mind right now. As I was saying it, um, yeah, if it comes back to me, I'll say it, but um, he, his, like one of his like guys who like is looking for investors for, uh, like EPs, they, they call it EPs, executive producers. Uh, he's working with that guy. And he, he asked me like, because I was, I'm connected like somehow through them. And, uh, he was like, yo, if you can find funding, bro, like it's going to be super dope. You're going to be, um, an EP on the film. And this is going to be a big film coming out next year, 2020. Um, and just to like, just say one thing. So that way everyone knows that I'm telling the truth. <laughs> it's um, it's going to be in a movie based in the South and uh, it's going to be like a, a, it's pretty much based on real life story, but it's based in the, in the South. Like, and it's, it looks like a dope, dope movie. So I'm excited to see it, but unfortunately I couldn't close the deal because I couldn't find the investors for it. So my mm. name's not going to be on the credits or anything, which sucks, but <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but that's like the power of networking, you know, that's the power yeah. of like someone like saying that. this guy knows everyone and something that I'm not even uh, an expert in, you know, the the film industry. um, I took a dabble at it just because the opportunity was there. Just because the opportunity came to me and I was like, why not? You know, I don't want to regret this. Why not? Let's, let's see what I can do. You know? Yeah. um, Yeah. That's that's really
0: good. And it seems like, like, and and I'm curious about your thoughts on this, which is kind of like, you know, with that high status is like, you you know, you sort of adding those, you know, credibility stamps, you know, to support that. That's right Right, you know so like in my journey i mentioned those two things and even now you know i'm being offered a, a book publishing deal so i'm like okay well maybe if i have a book you know that's another credibility stamp and oh, yeah. uh just literally i think about a week or two ago was sponsored now officially by spotify wow sponsored the podcast and i was just like fuck, man i think about you know 10 12 months ago I was trying to get the podcast on their platform. I mean, the first time I requested, they denied me. And now they're, uh, you know, paying me to, to have the, the show go. And that's I was like, dope. you know, that, you know, that's, uh, you know, all those little credibility stamps. So I'm, I'm curious about your thoughts on that. Like, you know, build enough to support mm-hmm. that type of high status. Like, what's the importance
1: Definitely. of that? Gotcha. Yeah. So that's, um, that goes back to co-signing, you know, like that goes to just credibility and reputation. And if you have a bunch of authority figures like that are vouching for you, like that uh-huh. just boosts your status completely because um I talk about status transfers, so high status oh, transfers. Cool. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Because literally, like, because <laughs> <laughs> if um it's Spotify, like for example, this exactly, like this literally, like real life story right here. You know, with your your uh your podcast with yeah, Spotify yeah. as them like endorsing you and sponsoring you and paying yeah. you. You know, Spotify is a huge huge company, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. automatically if they're if they're like vouching for you that shows a lot of credibility for you already because they're very credible sources, right? So yeah. that's all it is. That's a reputation, you know. So they're they're pretty much status transferring all their status to you, to your podcast. And then yeah. and that essentially like, you know, just boost your level of authority through the yeah. roof. Game over. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome.
0: <laughs> Game over. Game over, bro. <laughs> Oh man, this is awesome stuff for sure, man. And I feel like we could be talking for hours and I, <laughs> I want to be, I want to be respectful of, of, of your time as well. But, you know, I also want to make sure that, uh, that given exposure for some of the current stuff that you're working on, you know, I did catch the course that, that you had, it was called persuasion
1: run. Persuasion Are you still, run.
0: Are you still promoting, uh, that, that course? And kind of I am. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, um, I, I built that course. That was actually the first business endeavor I pursued after I left as a company <laughs> in 2017. Yeah. It, and the reason why I created it though, is because my brother and I, we, um, we had a goal to retire our grandpa. Um, and in, that, that was in 2013 when we set that goal. And in 2017 uh, we did it in like February wow. to March in yeah, 2017, we retired our grandpa. And the reason why it's because um, I attribute most of that success to sales, you know, sales and persuasion and just like learning, how to just make more money, you know, how, uh, through sales. And so mm-hmm. I created the persuasion run course to make sure that I cut every single person's learning curve uh, in sales. And that's it. It, can, it applies to everyone that wants to do sales, relationships, et cetera. Um, I don't talk too much about relationship advice in it, but if you apply the sales principles to relationships, it's still the same exact thing. So, yeah, yeah. but that's my, that's my opinion, you Neil. Know? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's my opinion. That's it. But with that being said, it's, um, it's really, um, a course that's focused on sales and just getting the sales game up and cutting a learning curve so that way you don't make the mistake uh, mistakes that i made when i was learning sales in the first place yeah
0: man, cool man yeah i think i might have to check that out i i'm always interested in the and all the mind game and nlp just you know all that stuff that oh, i think guys, is really right. deep like getting deep into that's the, let you me know tell you why this. people you know why people do the things that they do the, the psychology right. of things right
1: yeah 100 yeah. percent. i'll tell you this too um the reason why I called it persuasion run was because uh, I realized that all these courses online, like they're all like freaking three hours. Oh, well they're not three hours. They're like 20 hours long, 50 hours long, et cetera. So long of a course that if someone had to make money yesterday, then how, how can they do that? You know, how can they cut the learning curve uh, and so, 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 like a long amount of time to like make yeah. money. And so I created the course Um, the course is literally only three hours long because someone can get through it like right away. I just give them like, actionable steps every minute. Every video in the course is pretty much like either like, tw- 30 seconds to like three minutes long, pretty much just to get you like the, like golden nuggets, pretty much It's like the actionable steps to take and to just have yeah. your anchor so that we can take action right away and start to make sales the next day. And that's pretty much it. But you have to position yourself in a sales, like, you know, sales, like uh, job or sales position in general. Otherwise, mm-hmm. like how can you sell anyone, you know, if you don't have anything to sell, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> yeah that's pretty much what, yeah, that's what it is. In general.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. So it's persuasionrun.com.
1: Persuasionrun.com. persuasionrun.com.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll be sure to include that in the show notes. What about, is there anything else that, uh, that you give exposure for that you're currently um, working on right now? Uh,
1: I would say like the biggest thing, like that's like part of like uh, my goals in general is um, yeah, creating more high status people in the world, you know, uh, because yeah. a high status thing can be like anywhere, you know, it could be anything. And as, you know, even like as kids, like we were always networking since we were growing up, right? So um, why not become a professional in networking? And so that's why I have like the VIP, like whole entire like VIP close friends list. Um, It's a thousand bucks pretty much to go to join. The reason why I do that though, is because I don't want low status people in the course. I don't want low status people connected to higher status people <laughs> because like, yeah. it's like, they don't deserve it just yet. You know, they need yeah. to grow and like discipline themselves, like create yeah. their like pretty much shift and create their mindset. So that way they can like pretty much like be at that level with other high status people. And um, if you can afford a thousand bucks, that means that you're doing something right, at least in your job where you saved up enough money to actually pursue something that you want to really pursue in life. And so, VIP close friends list. Um, it's going to be an online course uh, soon too, because uh, I want to do long form content, and that of course is going to be like 20 hours long. That's going to be like a long form course because I want to <laughs> give everything. I want to make sure that like I have high status VIPs in my circle. I call it the high status circle, so that way everyone who like they get connected with is going to yeah. automatically be- become a connection to me or to someone that I know or someone that needs a value with that. You know, so yeah, that's like something too. Yeah, it's um if they just DM me on Instagram VIP, then okay. I'll know exactly what they're talking about. I'll send them the link, and that's it.
0: Cool, cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll be sure to include that in the show notes. And again, what's the best way to follow you? Is it on Instagram? Then?
1: Yeah, Instagram. Um. Yeah, Instagram is at shunguna. S H U N G U N N A. And cool. yeah, at shunguna. Um. I'm gonna. Yeah. This is like a. This is something that I need to promise you. So you have to hold me accountable to this. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna start like doing like uh maybe a weekly vlog, like a weekly vlog or something, like because yeah. I want to expand. Yeah. <laughs> I want to expand. Like I um. A lot of people have been telling me, like, giving me feedback that I should do a vlog. Um, I don't know if my life is that interesting, but I know that if I can impact as many people as possible and, like, change their life, then, like, I should do it. You know what I mean? And um, yeah. I heard that, like, in this quote, you know, if um if you're saying shoulds, your shoulds become musts. You know, they should turn into musts. And if it's a must, mm. then you're going to do it no matter what. So yeah. I should be doing vlogging. I should be vlogging putting myself out there into more, like, platforms, and I'm not doing it yet, you know? So, um I need, yeah. to,
0: I need to get that going. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Let me know when you do get it going. I'll okay. Some yeah. podcast updates as well. Did you catch John on this, uh, latest <laughs> <this> vlog? <laughs>
1: Let's do it. <laughs> the three girlfriends and I was, yeah. I was four. <laughs> the way i like to roll <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> oh that's awesome man hey this is really good stuff and uh so like i said i want to be respectful of your time and i see that uh, we're coming close to the hour mm-hmm. um oh i just uh, remembered is it cool to follow up with you maybe in six months or so maybe have you back on the podcast let's do it my man Yeah, hey, that'd be cool man for sure So, uh, well, you know, as, as we, uh, close, uh, close out the podcast, you know, I'd like to give you a chance to leave some closing remarks with the audience. So I'll let you take it away. Okay.
1: I got you. So yeah, this is first and foremost, like just shout out to tech money talks to Brian, because this podcast, the questions that you were asking, like the research that you did that introduction, that (laughs) was fire. (laughs) So it's like, you do your research, you know, like you really do your research. And on top of that, like you stay humble, authentic. And I love that. And you also like let the person who's like being featured on the podcast, just be themselves. And that's all like what I'm all about, you know, living authentically with integrity and just going after like whatever my path is allowing me to dominate that. Like I fucking love that. So I appreciate that. I appreciate you for having me on as well. And um, Thanks, like, of course, um, one thing that I would like to say in regards to just like the audience in general, as a closing remark is I believe in three things and I mentioned it before too, but these are the three things I believe in and that I pretty much like engulf my life with. And it's just part of my mindset, and my beliefs is the first thing is everything rises and falls in leadership, 100%. And the reason why I say that is because you're the leader of your own ship. So you're the one that's leading your ship, your path, your goals, your dreams, whatever it may be, and you are the leader of your ship. So you have to be that leader. You have to step up and raise your standards and make sure that you go after it with all your might and just keep on going It never quit because it's going to eventually happen for you. So that's what I believe in 100%. That's the first one. Second thing is what Charles Darwin said. It's not the strongest or fastest who survives. It's the one who's most adaptable. And the reason why I say that's because in this never in changing, like, you know, like life in general, like that we have going with social media, e-commerce, drop shipping, digital marketing, et cetera. Like we, have, we always have to be keep, like you have to always continue to adapt no matter what, because literally if we don't continue to adapt, especially in business, when it talks about business, you know, I'm going to just relate to business. If you're not adapting your business, if it's traditional business right now, like retail brick and mortar, then, and you're not bringing it online, Like that's a big mistake for one, because you're putting more time and effort in to your business. And on top of that, like the wave of the future is going towards like technology, you know? So if you're not adapting your business, your business model, whatever it may be, your mindset, et cetera, to the new ways of what's working now, you know, and what's actually starting to happen now, then eventually it might crumble on you, you know, unless you have very solid foundations that you built from the get-go, right? So that's that's the second thing. And the last thing I, I like to talk about and just believe in in general is, It's all about perspective, you know? So always live with your life with abundance, no matter what. Don't have any scarcity, like remove all scarcity, remove all negativity. Like just literally like live your life with abundance, have an open mind attached to nothing and really go after it with all your might. Keep on going, striving after success, whatever it is that you're striving for, like live with that abundantly and make sure that your perspective is open so that way you can continue to connect with the people that you want to connect with or that you need to connect with continue to like impact the world in the way that you want to impact it and live your life the way that you really want to truly live your lifestyle so that's it
0: wow powerful man very well said delivered a lot of value and uh i think the audience got a lot out of this this is really great stuff man yeah appreciate you brother thanks for being on the show
1: my man brian thank you brother i appreciate it let's go <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Tech Money Talks. Endorsed by Player FM, you help make Tech Money Talks the number one dropshipping podcast on the planet. You help the show go mainstream because Tech Money Talks podcast is now officially sponsored by Spotify. If you're ever in Chicago, join our Dropship Chicago meetup group held at 1871 to meet with me personally and other professional dropshippers. We do meetings weekly. I'm now producing new, valuable content on YouTube weekly. Go check it out and subscribe. Tech Money Talks is teaching you all about money-making opportunities that technology can bring. We're just getting started. There's more great things to come. Stay plugged in. Throw me a shout out and remember, you're just one product away.